What I'd like to talk about tonight is Megillus Rus. Megillus Rus is the Megillah that we lay on Shavuos, and there are many reasons given why this is the Megillah uh, chosen for this particular Yantif. One of the reasons is that David HaMelech was born uh, and he died on Shavuos, and so since the Megillah ends with the Yichas of, uh, of David HaMelech, in fact, the last words of the Megillah is, V'yishai hailed as David, Yishai gave birth to David, so it's an appropriate time on his birthday to invoke this Megillah which describes the Yichas of David HaMelech. Of course, there's the element of Geirus as well in this Megillah, because Klal Yisrael were basically considered Geirim uh, at, at Matan Taira. We all became uh, Jews with Milan, with Tvila, and with Kabbalah's mitzvahs. So we have that uh, correlation as well between the Megillah and, uh, and the Antiv of Shavuos. And then there are many, many other reasons that are, of course, uh, offered by the, the many uh, G'dayli Yisrael from, uh, from time immemorial. I wanted to focus on one particular Pasuk in Megillus Rus, and, uh, and I think we're going to take away, hopefully, a very important uh, Yisait from that Pasuk. If you want to get a Megillus Rus yourself, that would probably be instructive, but you don't have to. There is a Pasuk that says um, that Rus was very insistent and adamant on, um, on staying together with her mother-in-law, Naomi. She refused to leave the, the, the accompaniment of her mother-in-law, even though her mother-in-law quite accurately was trying to dissuade her from joining her on her trip to Eretz Yisrael, and thereby, uh, if she would come to Eretz Yisrael, she would have to become a Giyaris. We're not supposed to invite Geirim or Giyaris. That's not the type of religion that Yiddishkeit is. Yiddishkeit is not a religion that we're trying to proselytize and to convert as many people as we as we possibly can. Other religions, Lavdol, uh, are very into doing that. We don't. We actually talk people out of converting unless they prove that they're really up to the task of becoming a Yid with all that it entails. We don't want we don't want Gerim to join uh, frivolously Klal Yisrael. We want to make sure that they pass uh, the initiation the initiation uh, screening uh, to make sure that we're only really getting Gerim that are bona fide Gerim that are sincere in their commitment to the Rabbi Shlom and Klal Yisrael and the Torah. And so we find this actually playing out in the conversation that exists between uh, Naomi to Rus. And in fact, this serves as a template in the Gemara Nyevamas to all of the, the dinam of Geirus, not surprisingly. So eventually, listen to what Rus says to Naomi, her mother-in-law. Naomi was, of course, uh, the Tzadik Hadar, and Rus was trying to uh, go on her coattails in Teretz Yisrael. In Perak Aleph Pasuk Tes Zayin, the Pasuk says, Vatayme Rus, and Rus says, Al Tifki'ibi la'ozvech, la'shomechrech, stop trying to uh, dissuade me 
from, uh, from coming with you, from following after you. Why? Because wherever you go, I will go. And wherever you sleep, I will sleep. Your nation is my nation. And your God is my God. So we see that there is this famous Pasuk that Rus is basically saying, stop trying to dissuade me. Whatever, whatever you, wherever you go, I will go. Wherever you sleep, I will sleep. Wherever you, um, I will, uh, your, your God, your nation is my nation. Uh, your God is my God. And then she continues in Pasuk Yedzayin, Basher Tamusi Amos, wherever you are buried, Wherever you die, I will die. I have loyalty till the end to you. And only death will make us part ways. But I am fiercely loyal to Hashem, to the Torah, to the religion, and to you. And Chazal tell us, and it's brought in this Rashi, Mikan Amru Rabbi Sena Zechren Levracha, from this Pasuk, Chazal Darshan says Rashi, Ger Shabal If let's say a Ger comes to Bestin and, and he says, or she says, I want to be Megayer. We have to, we don't just say, okay, great, sounds great, just convert and then we'll shoot first and, and ask questions later. We'll tell you all about Yiddishkeit, but after you convert. That's not what we do. First, we tell them Miktas Einshim. Tell them a little bit about what it entails. Shem Balachser Bayachser. Scare them a little bit because if we're gonna if we're gonna shake them off, now's the time to shake them off. If they want to run away, this is a good time to do it. We don't want once they're Megayer, there's no backsies. You can't become Iskare. Once you're a Yid, you're a Yid. So we want to make sure that they know what they're getting themselves into. So let's be very honest and transparent. Tell them Miktas Einshim. And where do we know this from? Shemitech devarel shal rus. Through the words of rus, we're able to infer atolami mashamalanami. We can know what the... This is a response. When rus is saying these things about asher telchi elech, asher tolini olin, that's really a response to the words of Naomi to her. And this is what we're medayik, this is what Chazal take from these psokim. Naomi said to Rus, and you have to pay attention here, Aser lanu chutz It's Aser for us to go, as Jews, we're not allowed to walk outside of a tchum on Shabbos. A tchum Shabbos, there's a certain uh, parameter that you're not allowed to go past, that's Alpayim Amo, 2,000 Amas from any side of your city, outside of the, from the outskirts of, outskirts of your city, 2,000 Amas, you can't walk any further. Amrullah, to that she responded, Basher, Telchi Eilech, no matter, wherever you go, I will go. Wherever you go, I will go. Amrullah, uh, and then she said, Aser lanu lisyached nekeva im zacher sheina isha, it's Aser for us to be miyached, a, a, a woman is not allowed to have yichud, be secluded with a 
with a with a male that's not her husband. Only your husband are you allowed to have yichud with, or a close relative, a father, a son. But you can't go with a strange guy into a private room. Amrullah, she said to her, Basher Talini Alin, wherever you sleep, I will sleep. Now, does anyone have a, a question at all about uh, about this Rashi? Anyone have any questions on this Rashi? My question that I had on this Rashi is that L'chaira, it doesn't really fit so well into the Pasuk. It's a beautiful Vartha Rashi saying, but it doesn't fit into the Pasuk. Listen, listen again to what, what's going on. Naomi says to Rus, Naomi says to Rus, it's Asr Tchum Shabbos. You can't walk outside of the Tchum on Shabbos. What should Naomi respond to that? Wherever you don't go, I won't go. You're telling me I can't go outside the Tchum Shabbos? I won't go outside the Tchum Shabbos. What did she say, though? She said, Basher Telchi Eilech. Wherever you do go, I will go. Isn't that strange? Shouldn't she have said, wherever you're not going, meaning Shabbos is a very, you know, it sounds like a pretty, uh, pretty, uh, you know, it's, it's something that's, that's going to cause me a lot, of, uh, a, a lot of restrictions this Shabbos. So she should say, you know, okay, I, I understand, I'll be restricted, I'll take it upon myself, I'll take the bullet happily, and, you know, wherever you're not going, I won't go. I'll, I'll, I'll put up with that. Okay, next question. She says, you're not allowed to be miyachi, you're not allowed to sleep with any, any, any people other than your husband. You're not allowed to have a relationship with any, any, anyone. She says, I would answer, okay, wherever you're not sleeping, or wherever, whoever you're not sleeping with, wherever you're not having a relationship with, I won't have a relationship with. That's what I would say. But that's not what the Pasuk says. The Pasuk says, Uvasher Talini Olin. Wherever you sleep, that's where I will sleep. That's not really a response to what Naomi said. Naomi wasn't saying, I'm, you're allowed to sleep with any... He, she's saying that you're not allowed to sleep, you're not allowed to be miyachid with a, with a strange man. And she's saying, okay, wherever you are sleeping, I will... That's not the point. She's sort of not responding properly to all of the prompts that that Naomi is saying. It's like if I was a Rav, if I was on the best and I was speaking to a woman, she, it's like she's almost not getting what I'm saying. So I don't even know if I could be Megayar you. You're, you're like missing the boat on ev- everything that I say. You're like so crumb, like you're saying the opposite. That was my question that I had many, many years ago. And what I wanted to say about this is that I think that there's a tremendous Musar Haskell that we can learn from this Pasuk. And that is that there are two ways of looking at Halacha. There are two ways of looking at Yiddishkeit, for that matter. The one way of looking at it is, it's extremely stifling. It's extremely restrictive. 
Look at all these halachas. From the moment that I wake up in the morning, Hashem tells me, halacha tells me, I have to, I have to, you know, wash Nagel Vasser. I, you know, as a guy, uh, you know, Gayim, my father, Elvisham, used to say, jokingly, that, that I think B'Shem, his father, is something that, that Shvuas is the one morning, ironically, that we wake up like a guy. What does it mean? You go to sleep, uh, you know, after Shafras, you wake up 11, 12 o'clock, you know, you basically you wash Negevass, and that's it, you go eat. That's, that's the life of a guy, it's Geschmack, you know, Sunday morning, guy doesn't have to go to work, or I guess they're in quarantine, you know, for months and months, forget Sunday, it's, every, it's seven days a week, 20, it's basically a life of Hefkeris. I can wake up whenever I want to wake up. There's no Saifzman Kriyashma, there's no Saifzman Tvila, there's no Nagel Vasa, there's no tying your, putting your right shoe on before your left shoe, there's no tying your left shoe before your right shoe, there's no Brachas, Birchas HaShachar, Birchas HaTayra, there's no, there's no Shachras, there's no Musaf, there's no Mincha, there's no Halal, there's, no, there's nothing. So now, as a Yid, if I'm looking at the Gaiyasha world and I'm saying, wow, a guy is able to wake up Sunday morning when they want. They can have breakfast in bed, you know, without washing. No negelvasi. You just have somebody bring you a beautiful omelet and a and a croissant and a glass of orange juice in bed. That's, that's a, a new Sunday times. It's kishmak. This Yiddishkeit is like really, really stifling me. I have all these restrictions day and night. I can never do anything. Anytime I want to do something, I can't do it. It's always Shabbos, it's always Yantiv, it's always Tishabav, it's always one of the Tanis. And every time I want to eat, it's a Tainis. Every time I want to sleep, it's Shavuos night. Every time I want to, I want to, you know, uh, eat milk eggs after eat flesh eggs, flesh eggs, milk. It's always like, it's, it's crazy. I can't take Yiddishkeit. Yiddishkeit is not for me, it's way too restrictive. I can't on Shabbos, I can't text my friends. I can't use email. I can't. I can't. Uh, I can't check my. Uh, you know my WhatsApp status. What's going on over here? How? I, what? What? Laman Hashem. Like what? What's? What am I supposed to do over here? That's one way of looking at at Yiddishkeit. That it's all. It's all laws. It's all restrictive, and I can't do it. It's not. It's not for me. Another way of looking at it is, this Yiddishkeit is amazing. What other religion lets me have clear, defining contours about everything that I'm doing in my life? There's nothing that's rishos. It's almost like there's nothing that's rishos. It's either a mitzvah or an avero. I wake up in the morning, I have to daven, I have to do negelvasser, I have to, to put on tefillin and talis. Now, that's not restricted. That's beautiful. HaKadosh Baruch Hu is basically telling me everything that I'm supposed to do. He's keeping me out of trouble. He's telling me what I'm not supposed to eat what I'm not supposed to look at, where I'm not supposed to go, what I'm not allowed to do on Shabbos, what I'm not allowed to do on Yantif, on Yom Kippur, what I am supposed to be doing on Shabbos, Yantif, and Yom Kippur, what I'm supposed to be doing to my, towards my parents, my obligations to my parents, to my wife, to my children, to my avodim, to my, to my friends, to my family, to my rabbeim. There's so much. The Torah is like, there's nothing that's not covered by this religion. That's an amazing thing, because a human being really deep down inside wants structure. We want to be able to know exactly what, isn't that true? Don't we like, do we like like summertime or do we like yeshiva? Summer or vacation is fun for like the first day. First day you don't have anything to do, there's no test, there's no finals, there's no, uh, there's no, uh, nothing to do. So it's fun. After a while your body starts going crazy, like what do you mean there's nothing, I, I need something to do. 
I need a shir, I need marmakai mashits, I need to, need, I need a chavrusa, I need college, I need night seder, I need shab, I, I need a, I, I need, I need structure in my life. Halacha is really a perfect system of structure in your life. Halacha gives a person everything that he needs from the morning till the night, from 365 days a year on the calendar, every day, there is a set of halacha that you could do exactly. Now, you have a choice. You can make choice A or B. You can either do A, which is be very down on Yiddishkeit, be very down on halacha. Many people are like that. There are many, we, Baba Nisena Rabbim, I mean, now with Corona, I think it's sort of uh, knocked off the kids at risk, you know, from from the, 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 the number one topic of conversation in a lot of communities, but it was, it's, it's a, it, I'm sure it's still a very hot, hot button issue. Um, unfortunately, there are many kids that, uh, you know, you don't, maybe in Lander College for Men, everyone is doing well in Mitzvah but, but you go a little bit outside of Lander College for Men, and there's, you'll find hundreds, maybe thousands of kids that are, that are either privately or publicly being Mechal Shabbos, kids that grew up in, in really nice from homes. Why? Because they look at Yiddishkeit like A. And there might be other reasons also, maybe I'm oversimplifying, but there's definitely that approach to looking at Yiddishkeit like A. It's too restrictive. I want to live a life of Efkeris more. I don't, I don't like all these restrictions. How can you tell me 25 hours every Saturday I can't touch my phone? That's simply impossible for me. I'm, it's like an appendage of my body, the phone. I can't part from it. If Tyra is saying that I can't do it, then I don't want Tyra. If Tyra is saying that I can't eat before I before Kiddush and Shah, I don't want that. I can't eat before I make Abdullah. I can't. Uh, I, I have to eat Dafka things that are kosher. I can't go to McDonald's. I can't eat. It. I don't like that. I like being free. And many people opt for the A plan, but the Ruba the Ruba of Klal Yisrael who are Shemer Torah Mitzvahs. They're opting for the B plan, or they should be opting for the B plan, and that is, don't look at it that way. Don't look at it as a series of restrictions, but look at it as ashrenu matev chalkenu. Look at how fortunate we are that we have a Torah that guides us and that shows us so clearly every single moment of our lives what to do and what not to do. That's a tremendous bracha. There's no greater structure in the world than the Shulchan Aruch provides for a Yid. And, and I think that that's a very big takeaway uh, from this Pasuk in Megillus Rus. Because the Pasuk is basically saying that Nami said to her, look, and maybe Nami was trying to test her specifically with these, with these particular questions. It's not, you know, we have a, Nami could have chosen anything to test her with. But instead she chose to say these specific things, maybe as like, just like a trick question. You know, we can't go outside the Tchuman Shabbos. She could have said, oh my God, okay, does that mean I can't go to my best friends and I can't walk here? I can't. All right, I'll, I'll, I'll take the bullet for Yiddishkeit. I'll do it, fine. Wherever you're not going, I'm not going. She didn't say that. She said, wherever you go, I go, which means that I'm looking at things in a positive light. Wow, I have, I'll, I am, I'm going to walk. That's amazing. HaKadosh Baruch Hu gave me that much. I'm going to look at that and say thank you to the Rabbi for giving me Alpayim Amun, understanding that more than that the Rabbi doesn't want. But I'm looking at it with eyes that are wide open and, and, and accepting the restrictions out of love. 
I'm not looking at it as a negative, as an oil al tzavari that I have a I have a yoke on my head that I have to like carry around for the rest of my life. I'm looking at the beauty of Yiddishkeit. Ashrenu matayv chalkena that we're so fortunate to have a Torah that gives us such clearly defined restrictions, but they're not restrictions. They're they're an embrace of the rabbinic shalom. I can't, you can't sleep with somebody that's not your husband. Okay, so she goes, oh my gosh, there goes my nightlife. There goes my social life. I, I don't know if I could do this. I mean, I'm, a, you know, like, I, I, no, no, she said, Basher Tolini Olin. Wherever, if it's good enough for you, where, wherever you are, I'm looking at the positive. Wow, I could get married to a husband. I'm able, like you, to have a husband, to have a family. Beautiful thing. Not looking at it as restrictive. I'm looking at it, that's amazing. I could be miyachid with just one husband. That's a beautiful thing. That's a beautiful thing. It's interesting, you know, Rus and, and, and Arpa, Arpa was the, uh, the other, the wife of, of uh, like a sister-in-law of, of Rus, and we know that they split, right? Arpa went back to Stemayev, and Rus went to Eretz Yisrael, and they could not have had a bigger divide between the two of them. Rus went to Eretz Yisrael, Rus became the Imashal Malchus, she became the mother of royalty because she was the one that ended up having David HaMelech and Shleim HaMelech. She was the grandmother of, of Klal Yisrael's Malchus. And Chazal say that Arpa had the very opposite. She, she went away. At first she started, she also maybe like was toying with the idea of, of doing what, what Rus did. And then she said, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go back home. And there's a fascinating... There's a fascinating Chazal that that night that she went home, she did terrible Averis. Terrible Averis happened to her that night. Um, Chazal teach us that she, I don't know, she had an encounter with like an army, and she was bail like I don't know, maybe a hundred men in the army, and and then the Gemara says in a and Kalavachas, even a dog also, she did the worst Haveras that night, that same night that Rus went back to Eretz Yisrael with Naomi, Arpa, as foil characters sometimes do, they went like in divergent paths. And whereas Rus went to Kedusha, she went to like the maximum extreme Tumah. And you see like maybe that's also like a contrast between what happened that Naomi, Arpa, deep down inside, she said, I want to have I don't want to be miyached with one person. I want to have multiple partners. Whereas Rus said, no, no, no. Basher Tolini Olin. I'm very happy having one partner, marriage, and Das Meshav Yisrael, and everything, with everything is going to be perfect. I'm looking at it as a positive. Because that's what a Yid is supposed to do. And I think this is a very important Pasuk to teach us, and maybe... Uh, especially going into Shavuos, but on Shavuos itself to lane and to think about and maybe to share with other people because if we're really going to be Makabal the Torah Ba'ava, as is the common bracha these days, it should be Zeichel Makabal the Torah Ba'ava. What does that mean, be Makabal the Torah Ba'ava? What does that really mean? Um, is there a Harsinai going on uh, tomorrow night? What does that mean? I know there's a Kailos of Bracha, my lights are, my, my lights are going, dimming on and off up on, on top of my head, but... Um, is there really going to be a real Harsinai? Not really. So what does it mean, a Kabbalah Satarabah? What Kabbalah Satarabah is that, just like Klal Yisrael said, Nasa Nishma, 
I'm accepting the Torah and I'm accepting it with great love. I'm embracing every mitzvah, every halacha, every asay and every leisasei. That's what I want because this is the Ratzon Hashem and I'm doing it with gratitude to the Rabbani Hashem, looking at all that I am able to do and able to be within that, those con- confines of the Torah. That's how we have to be as well. We have to be like Rus and see things positively. Don't look at Torah as being restrictive as being an oil around our shoulders and like and and, and a, a tremendous uh, um, a tremendous stone on our on our on our heads, but rather we're supposed to look at the Torah as being a beautiful thing. Uh, it's a gift that Akedat Baruch Hu gave us. It's the gift that keeps on giving. We get so much more from Torah than the Torah ever could possibly give to us. We're we're we're, we're than, than we could ever give to the Torah. The Torah gives to us. And this is something that, um, if we think about going into Shavuos and on Shavuos itself, it would be very, very instructive and very uh, and, and a very, very big chizuk for our Kabbalah Satira. So I want to wish all of you that you should all individually and communally and as a yeshiva, we should all be zaycha to be Makabala Torah Ba'ava, to have a new perspective on Taira. And in case we ever sometimes feel that the halachas are overly bearing and overly restrictive on us, now's the time to work on fixing that and changing that and trying as we go closer to Matan Torah, as we go closer to Har Sinai, to really embrace the Torah with love and to appreciate the positives of Torah and how much it does and not to look at all of the things that we can't do, but rather to look at how much we actually can do and how the fact that we can't do things is actually good for us. The things that we're not allowed to do are actually much better for us almost than the things that we are supposed to be doing. Because Ba'akadosh Baruch Hu saying, don't do this and don't do that, he's basically making us into his avadim. And there's no greater, more beautiful job in the world than being an Ebed Hashem. Have a wonderful Yantif, and uh, we have tremendous respect for all of you, and tremendous love for all of you, and Amitz Hashem, we should all get closer and closer and share the beautiful Tyra more and more together as we go later in the year.